Welcome to Ellie's Coffee Talks, the podcast featuring creative entrepreneurs in the Basel area over the best cups of coffee in the best cafes. Charlotte comes from Paris and has been living in Basel for 14 years already. Her background is in communication and event management, but always knew somehow that she would transition towards coaching at some point. So today, she is an intuition coach helps people reconnect with their true desire and guides them in a very reliable and fast way towards their goals. Good morning, Charlotte. Good morning, Ophélie. How are you today? I'm good. I'm actually uh, happy and relaxed. Great. <laughs> Let's start. What does a regular day look like for you? A regular day? Uh, well, since I started my own uh, A company, I have to say that I don't have a regular day and that's the beauty <laughs> out of it. Yeah. Um, but um, I can tell you uh, working regularly week if you like. <laughs> sure. Um, so usually I go three to four times to the office uh, per week. Uh, uh, three or four days, sorry. Um, It's, um, I have like a couple of uh, sessions uh, a day, a coaching session with mm -hmm. a coach, as you know. Um, and what is very important for me is, um, is uh, to also have some breaks in between. I love, I love to do Pilates and I have three kids, so obviously uh, mm -hmm. my days are also spent with them. That's what I want. Um, and um, and um, yeah, and then in the evening spend quality time with my husband. Mm -hmm. Very classic, but... Uh, but very but, important. But very important, yeah. So indeed. how do you manage this work-life balance, as we say? Well, my tendency uh, is to <laughs> do a lot. A very good friend of mine keeps saying that I... Uh, bite more than I can chew <laughs> um, so that's my tendency I'm kind of born with it I think both my parents are like that that's why um, yeah that's so why I yeah I put the bar quite uh, high yeah. but um, it came to a price more than five years ago and that taught me a lot and I'm so happy about that uh, when my job was made redundant um Um, high-level person with whom I got along well was uh, surprised uh, but then told me quite fast that it was actually a, a great present for me and I was like what and I so understand what he meant um, because indeed it allowed me to first of all do even more what I'm supposed to do what I love to do mm -hmm. uh, and secondly to um, handle this hyperactive tendency of mm -hmm. mine yeah. um, with other tendency that I uh, discovered and value more which is to take more invest more in myself mm -hmm. uh, so it took me some time because I worked crazy the first uh, couple of years but now on the Tuesday and sometimes even on Thursday my Pilates is mandatory <laughs> refuse some clients meeting because of this for instance that's great yeah that's self-care already right there yeah it's some kind of self-care and and also something important even if this tendency comes back because it does come mm -hmm. back <laughs> mm -hmm. the main difference is that I'm way more aware of it yes 
I look at it, I don't judge it, which is, my, which is such a big learning. Um, I don't judge this tendency. I see it uh, coming more yeah, faster. And, um, and sometimes I say, hi, I see you tendency. <laughs> um, okay, I uh, agree with you for today and tomorrow, <laughs> but then I'm going to have to say yeah. goodbye for yeah. a moment. So it's being more uh, at peace with myself and accepting yeah. also yeah. this tendency that comes keeps back. coming back. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, I don't radically change. I just mm -hmm. adjust myself. Yeah, great. So you have the tendency to do, 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 do. And that's why uh, it's really easy for you to prioritize work then. As I understand. Or you work on it, but you have this tendency to... Or prioritize work. not only work. Prioritize the things that really matter to me. Okay. And that's how also intuition helps me to prioritize. I can... Because I got to know better my intuitive process, my, how my intuition works, um, it helps me to, when I was talking about being more aware of those red flags, uh, of those, this uh, hyperactive tendency, uh, my intuition definitely helps me because it guides me towards my priorities. And so it's not about doing, 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 doing every, every, everything, <laughs> but it's, Selecting, thanks sometimes to my intuition, what really matters to me. Mm -hmm. So it, my intuition guides me. And how do you know that? How do you know the things that really matter to you? It's a long process. It, uh, it requires patience and training. But it's, such, it's the best investment uh, one can do in, you can do in your life. At least it was for me. And, and that's uh, oftentimes the feedback of my clients. Um, I can tell you how it works for me. Maybe mm. it works for others, but the most important is that it's yeah, it's a personal. Uh, the the intuition uh, process is individual. Very, yeah. So, um, so I can give you some tips, but it might not be the right one yeah. for you. Um, so, first of all, uh, uh, awareness. So when if I'm in this doer 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 mode, mm -hmm. I. Uh, um, give some time I give myself sometimes to to breathe mm -hmm. to look to observe mm -hmm. to pose mm -hmm. and then if I have different scenario in front of me uh, mm -hmm. and I need to choose um, one intuitive tool I use is to visualize myself in each of them and obviously it's easier when you are guided um, But uh, the simple fact of visualizing yourself in one of those scenarios mm -hmm. gives you some hints, some precious hints um, on how, how it is for you to go in this scenario. You are basically, it's called the body intelligence. Your body, as soon as you visualize yourself in one of the scenarios, tells you if it's the right one for you, if it's the one for you at that moment or not. Mm -hmm. And it might not tell you the whole thing, but it gives you hints, which are so valuable. So In addition to this, of course, you need to add the rational mindset to proceed. <laughs> it's not about being only intuitive. But what I'm saying is that we, we have, as we have two hands, we have 
two hemispheres mm -hmm. and it's oftentimes a pity because in the corporate world we're living in the rational mindset is privileged is stimulated is rewarded um, and great because it brings us so many mm -hmm. great things but we have also in the right hemisphere the intuit intuition capacity to help us to proceed in life and what a pity and I was, I was going to say even what a waste and I hate waste <laughs> Not to use it, not to use this, this resource, and not to combine it with a rational one. Mm -hmm. So, in your body, for example, do you feel um, expansive or contracted? Is it that that feeling? If something feels good, or if you your intuition tells you that it's the right thing to do, do you feel open in your body? Yeah. And if is there wrong thing you feel contracted mm -hmm. so this is a, a typical uh, characteristic of uh, a fear and an intuition so contraction could be a, a, a fear or, or an intuition that guides you towards something where you don't want to go um, mm -hmm. I have those sometimes uh, personally I have more the what I call the positive intuition the intuition guiding you towards where you want to go So um, when it's the case, uh, my body reacts in a way where for the first word is fluidity. It nearly feels mm -hmm. like my blood is circulating wow. everywhere. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's, it's a big, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit exaggerated, but that's, it feels really it's a good. of that, yes. Yeah. Fluidity. Mm -hmm. um, number two, it's it's indeed openness um, and. There is a, a a feeling of a, yeah that's that's an, that's obvious mm -hmm. in French it's an c'est une évidence mm -hmm. that's where I'm supposed to go that what makes me happy that makes me fulfilled that's the direction I want to go and then it gives me the confidence to get there mm -hmm. so that's in a nutshell then it, it would take more time in a nutshell <laughs> that's what I can give so far yeah. Great. You are from France. You now live in Basel. Do you want to share a little bit about your story getting here? Uh, sure. So, yeah, I'm originally from from Paris. So I was very sad a few days ago with Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. um, and I, uh, yeah, I um, started my uh, career there in communications, mm -hmm. event managing and co management and communications. Uh, I moved then to Stanford, to San Francisco, for a, a couple of years uh, to study at, uh, uh, to join my future husband and study <laughs> there as well. And um, and that's actually where I thought I would already um, um, transition to uh, coaching. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So, 16 years ago. Um, and... Um, But I didn't, uh, and then I we moved to Basel early 2005, mm -hmm. uh, and I found a job uh, in communications mm -hmm. here, where I stayed for eight years, which was great, which brought me a lot, mm -hmm. which also developed uh, more thoroughly my rational mindset, <laughs> um, So and which really helped me to understand better because I used to work in an advertising uh, or communication agency. Yeah. And my work at uh, DSM mm -hmm. in uh, Kaiserhaus uh, 
um, so the vitamin, uh, one of the vitamin leader, um, really helped me to understand better how how it works in a company, mm-hmm. in such a large company. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so in 2014, early 2014, my job was made redundant. Mm-hmm. And uh, it came really as a surprise because no one from communication was supposed to be uh, targeted yep. during this redundancy. And if it was, I would be the last one to go because I was, to quote my boss at the time, the best element <laughs> of the team. Uh, but only one person was targeted, was, yeah, uh, jobs was made redundant. It was mine. Wow. So it came really as a surprise. But the very same night, I told my husband, ah, you know what? It's a, it's a time for me to move yeah. and to do what I really... I mean, I liked communications and, you know, I found I was some, somehow fulfilled. Um, but uh, coaching and intuition and working as an entrepreneur, having yeah. my own company, yeah. I would never go back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so, at least for now. Um, so, yeah, that's... That helped you, yeah. And throughout the, those eight years, or even since you studied in San Francisco, did, where, was the coaching at the back of your mind? Or did you forget that at some point completely? Or I think I, I, I practiced um, mm. without being really aware of it. A lot of people told me... Uh, I mean, a lot of people, when they had issues, mm-hmm. turned towards me whether it's professionally or personally or within my family too, I was always the one who people would uh, talk to. So sometimes it was a bit... Uh, Overwhelming. <laughs> you know, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I knew for, uh, <laughs> for more than a year alone in my family that my sister was... Uh, she did her coming out to me first. <laughs> And so it was a bit heavy to carry for uh, more than a year. Mm. Um, that's an example among yeah. others. <laughs> Um, but um, yeah, to to answer your question, it's not something that I was craving every day about. Yeah, because I was in this, I I was in this mode where okay, I have my three kids, I have my job, yeah. I have my house, my great husband. Um, we have a pretty, you know, great life. Um, but uh, doer, 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 mm. doer, <laughs> and not doing exactly what I wanted. Yeah. But it took some time for me to realize. And indeed, when my job was made redundant, it was such a great present. Yeah. Because afterwards, I signed up uh, quite fast for this year at HSC in Paris to, for, to study mm-hmm. executive coaching. Mm-hmm. And, which, which, um, and that helped me to understand uh, better what was happening to me and what I wanted that also was the opportunity for me to um, discover further my interest for intuition Mm -hmm. and develop it um, and then uh, start my own start my own business and when did this interest for intuition first came where does it come does it did it come in childhood already teenagehood or much later um, I think I, I, I everyone is intuitive I mm-hmm. think I was intuitive uh, I was not necessarily aware of it mm-hmm. but I always said I, I 
I don't believe, I, I remember, I, I just came back to me. I remember I said, I don't necessarily believe in God, but I believe more in my lucky star. Okay. So that maybe that's what uh, was my intuition at, the, at, the, at that time. But with um, all the research, all the interviews, all the experience I made around intuition, the result is that I'm way more aware and equipped to develop it for myself more consciously and to accompany my clients to do mm-hmm. so for themselves. Um, what, so when you asked me when it uh, got triggered... Yeah, when you I noticed. Was, yeah. so, so afterwards I married a Norwegian chemist and I worked <laughs> for eight years in a very rational yeah. corporate world yeah. and that's what very much triggered my rational or developed my rational mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after my job was made redundant, I could reconnect more myself mm-hmm. with myself. <laughs> and and that's and I, I remember at I should say we had a, uh, a talk about intuition that really triggered something with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then there were some episodes in my life um, where intuition just proved itself to be so efficient that. No going it back. Was a, it, as a rational, I, I'm, ac- I'm actually slightly more rational than intuitive on my ATI. <laughs> um, but that's uh, maybe I needed those proof mm-hmm. to make me understand how intuition is so valuable. Yeah. And the best investment you can do in your life. <laughs> so cool. What did you dream of doing when you were a kid? Do you remember that? Uh, yes, I, I, it came to my mind um, actually when Edith uh, was supposed to make a video of, um, mm-hmm. of my work. Um, I remember that when I was in troisième, so I was like 14. 14 years old. You know, they have those uh, conseillers d'orientation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who suck, by the way. <laughs> And uh, I had like. Um, questioner to, to fill in and I, I found it not so long ago and on that questionnaire I, I answered um, je veux aider les gens à trouver leur chemin wow ouais. that's crazy so I want to help people I want to help people not accompany what I say today but I want to help yeah. people finding their path wow Ouais. At 14, that's ouais. crazy. Ouais. That was before the, the whole coaching yeah. and yeah. find your purpose stuff. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Oh. And so when... Um, but I got to know that I wanted to work in uh, events and uh, mm. communication when I was maybe 16, 18, something mm-hmm. like this. And a part of myself, and I knew that I, I always said... 90% of me wants to do that. Mm-hmm. 10% of me wants to do psychology. Oh, yeah. But my grandfather was a, a quite famous uh, a psychoanalyst. And, um, and I saw him struggling um, doing the differ- uh, with doing the difference with his patients and his family. Oh. And that's uh, one of the reasons why I definitely choose communication <laughs> because I didn't want to do the same as he did. <laughs> No offense to him, of course, but um, and I'm so glad uh, I went for coaching and not psychology. Yeah, 
because this is more pragmatic for me. Mm -hmm. uh, and one of my key values is the autonomy of my of my clients. I really privilege the autonomy of my clients. So I um, so it's their decision, their choice. Yeah. I'm just here to guide them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I'm very very careful on not uh, mixing. Uh, yeah, telling them what to do. I'm not telling them what to do. I don't want. I hate it. I don't want it because uh, for me it's not. Uh, it could be imposed to them, and it's way more valuable and easy to adopt in terms of change. To as a client to find what what you need, what you want to do, not you need or have to do, what mm -hmm. you want to do. Mm -hmm. So my role as a coach specialized in intuition mm -hmm. is to accompany my client to go and get mm -hmm. what they want to do. So really go and get there. Remove whatever blocks you on the mm -hmm. way. Fears, we talked about mm -hmm. that earlier. Uh, but go deep, allow yourself to go deep to your desire and reconnect with your desire. That's what I meant with reconnecting myself. Mm -hmm. I reconnect with my desire. Mm -hmm. And once you do that, and it takes some time, a little bit of time, but um, once you do that, automatically some of your fears will not be there anymore. Mm -hmm. Not wow. all, huh? it's not the magic. Yeah. But some of your fears will diminish or disappear. And the fact that you reconnect yourself to your, or connect yourself to your desire or reconnect, has a, already an impact on your self-confidence and on the clarity you have with yourself. Afterwards comes, so that's a desirability phase. Afterwards comes a feasibility phase. So it's way more pragmatic. Mm -hmm. And I use a tool for them to, once they know where they want to go, how are they going to get mm -hmm. there? And that's also such a great session. It's a three-hour session. It's a double session. Wow. Usually the sessions are 90 minutes. But that's amazing. And, at, and the last part of my methodology is a communication. So once I know what I want to do and how do I want to get there, yeah. how... Do, And so I did this internal communication with myself, mm -hmm. with Charlotte's help. How now do I communicate before being in this desired situation? Mm -hmm. So maybe I have six months, 12, 24 months mm -hmm. before I get there. How do I communicate? Mm -hmm. So if I look for a job, how do I communicate on my CV, on my cover letter, uh, with my elevator pitch and so on? You also give like uh, website advices or things like that. Um, I give some. I never give advice. <laughs> I accompany my client to make his own story mm -hmm. or her own story, mm -hmm. and to write it down mm -hmm. in an authentic and professional way. So nice. Yeah. yeah. Sign up with Charlotte for coaching. <laughs> yeah. No. The most important is when people feel. Um, feel more or less ready maybe like 70% ready mm. because they hear something is calling them yeah. since a while and at some point they want to move forward but they don't necessarily know how and my role as a coach is to accompany them to go faster and in a more reliable way to what they really want to do in their life nice. but it's not for everyone yeah. all the time Uh, so thanks for your <laughs> advertisement but really I, I, I don't push I don't want to push yeah. it's really when they are ready and I'm always happy to meet them for half an hour or 45 minutes 
uh, to check if the chemistry works, mm -hmm. if, I, if they want to work with me and if mm -hmm. I want to work with them, mm -hmm. it goes in both ways. And then we take it from there. Mm -hmm. do, so you do coaching right now, speaking events also, and do so, you have anything going on right now, anything you want to do in the future? Um, so at the moment, I... I do uh, executive coaching with uh, Coincidence, uh, which is mm -hmm. the name of my company. Uh, and I'm really happy about that. I don't uh, wish to develop, or to develop myself further uh, with Coincidence. I think if I can maintain my rhythm, that's already great. <laughs> that's number one. Number two is I do indeed some um, um, intuition workshops or conferences uh, for some um, companies, you know, big like Novartis, 400 people to a smaller group. I love to do those public workshop where people don't know each other. It's 15 mm. people or mm -hmm. something like this, and and together we we do an introduction on on uh, on intuition for two hours. Um, and uh, and sometimes I go. I do also some conferences for uh, public for um, business schools mm -hmm. or associations. And then the third uh, pillar of my activities is um, is a, for now a pro bono project. You were asking me uh, earlier before we start the interview where I would put my money if mm -hmm. I had some, and that would definitely be in this um, in this direction. Um, it's a project project to um, allow a lot of people, not necessarily the ones with who can afford a coaching or mm -hmm. workshop, but also like a, really a, a wide variety of people um, to understand better what is intuition mm. and, and um, yeah, make it more accessible so that they can benefit more from mm -hmm. it. And you asked me where I'm going Future, to develop. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as I said, I, I wish to maintain and not develop further coincidence mm -hmm. at the moment. Uh, and um, as uh, as an evidence, as an obvious thing, um, I actually uh, um, partner uh, a few weeks ago. It's very uh, new with a HR and legal uh, friend and colleague, um, and we are now starting a GmbH called mm -hmm. Anisha. Her name is Anissa, and my name is Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And we realized, as a coincidence, as an intuition, <laughs> that uh, Anisha means um, the law of change. And we basically, with oh, her wow. legal and HR background and my uh, executive coaching skills, accompany individual to manage, to maneuver in those sometimes very difficult changes, whether mm -hmm. they are burnouts or sickness mm -hmm. or restructuring, redundancy, conflicts. Mm -hmm. And uh, we didn't. We are, we are official since a couple of weeks, but we have already lots mm. of clients. So we go step wow. by step. And uh, but it's really great to collaborate with, with Anissa. And and it's actually uh, she really helped me when I uh, left DSM, and I helped her on another, on another topic at some point. And we both say that we would have loved to have the service we provide mm -hmm. now when we had some kind of difficulties like we had and um, the clients we had so far uh, to ask us if they could recommend us uh, to many of their colleagues or friends mm -hmm. 
because it's a service that doesn't really exist like that for mm-hmm. now. Great. Mm-hmm. Thanks. So you just answered the question, um, what you would do with more money if you had more money. Anything else on a more personal level? Yes. I would buy a, a secondary house, like not big, mm-hmm. just for my husband and our three kids to go on the weekend in Livoge or Alsace or <laughs> on this in the year. And, um, in nature, somewhere in nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. easy, mm-hmm. just easy. Not... Uh, mm-hmm. Close to here. Yeah, like an hour or an hour and a half, mm-hmm. two hours max. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just to be able to, because we, I love our house here, it's great and mm-hmm. so on, but just to be, just the five of us. Last summer we went on a road trip in the US and uh, it was amazing to be just the five of us. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. And anything else you would do with more time? Of course, sorry. Of course, I would bring, I would invite some friends and family sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, sorry, say again. And same question with more time. Is there anything you don't have time for? Uh, yes. Um, before I die, I really want to make all my album, my picture album. This is so, <laughs> so dear to me, which brings so much mm-hmm. joy to me. And I really want to make a great album for each of my kids and to continue ours I do that only during Christmas holidays when I'm away <laughs> and it fulfills me crazy and um, yeah I want I want to create time to do it on a more regular base, yeah. basis so yeah. the paper one old school I'm still old school maybe <laughs> I'm going to go to digital to at least the, you know yeah. digital one but uh, anyway do my whether it's digital or old school continue to do them okay yeah. great because it's it just It just, when we were talking about observation and awareness, yeah. it just makes me prioritize and privilege and value so much all the amazing things I have in my life. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's amazing. All those pictures. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, that's what remains. It's, yeah. uh, right. so oh, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> if you would... Um, that's not written here, but if you would take only one suitcase somewhere... Pictures. It would be that. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I know people uh, would say books and stuff like this, but me, it's, it's, uh, it's pictures. Yeah, uh, great. And a, a pen. And a <laughs> I would take my journals that I've been writing since yeah. 10 years. Yeah, That's a good one. So, apart from making your photo albums, what is your favorite thing to do on your time off? Um, hike. Yeah. Hike with my husband, hike with my uh, friends, and more and more with my kids. Even if <laughs> they don't like it, favorite, like, <laughs> it's hiking in nature, yeah. hiking, seeing this beautiful country we are living in, yeah. and others uh, hiking. And uh, that's with um, uh, with well, mostly with people. Sometimes alone, but mostly with people. Uh, what I love to do alone is swimming. I love swimming. This is my meditation uh, moment. And I love dancing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of dance? Uh, It doesn't matter. Dancing with uh, dear friends of mine, yeah. Leticia and, all, and other people. But yeah, <laughs> I, I love dancing. It's just a way for me to... Woo! <laughs> yeah. To release and open up and... And have fun. And have fun. Right. Yeah. 
Great. So that's your self-care. Dancing, be in nature, and swim. Get out. And so it doesn't have to be and by yourself. And alone with my family yeah. and with friends. Mm. Yeah. That, that's great. I love that. <laughs> What did you learn on your journey to entrepreneurship? Yeah, we switched <laughs> topics a little bit. Sorry. I don't know. Um, to really listen to your intuition and to yeah. give space for it to come. Yeah. Um, I was telling you that uh, I was uh, studying executive coaching and at the same time I was uh, looking for a job in communications because we we used to earn the same money with my mm -hmm. husband and uh, we have three kids so mm -hmm. it's expensive and, mm -hmm. uh, and I just thought okay I'm going to go 50-50 50 come mm -hmm. 50 coaching mm -hmm. the time to and you know this example and uh, and uh, I finally found the perfect job taking yes. every box rationally amazing and then I listened to my intuition because it was so loud that, mm -hmm. that day where I didn't mm -hmm. sign the contract mm -hmm listen to your intuition mm -hmm. and combine it with your rational of course yeah. but listen to it oftentimes if you were seeing my hands now the left one with the, the rational mindset would go on the right one and make it suffocate mm -hmm. and what a pity so when I say leaving some space for your intuition to come so that afterwards you can hear what it tells you because it somehow already knows like Steve Jobs is saying, what you truly want to become. Mm -hmm. He says in his uh, speech at Stanford in 2005, have the courage to listen to your heart and to your intuition because they somehow already know, like before yourself, mm -hmm. uh, where you, what you truly want to become. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would uh, recommend. recommend and, um, and then step by step. Go yeah. step by yeah. step. I, I, I had no clue when I uh, when I started my company that I would do workshops on intuition. I had no clue about it. I was such a I I hated uh, public speaking. Oh really? Really? I hated this. I didn't feel comfy at all. Yeah. I was a, a deputy of uh, a head of comms. Um, I was making sure that everybody was on <laughs> on stage. But I was very seldom taking, you know, uh, speaking in public. Mm -hmm. I didn't like that at all. Yeah. So going step by step yeah. because... You never know. Yeah, once you find your passion and once you give your time to feed it, mm -hmm. then you can do things you were not really considering before. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. If you could write a note to your younger self in only two Sorry, words... Sorry, I'm ask something else. Uh, be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. Or any entrepreneur or anyone, be as honest as you can with yourself. And sometimes it's hard alone. Yeah. Uh, and that's why a, a book or a coach or a trip can help to be... You were talking about knowing yourself. Yeah. It's hard to know yourself. So before the podcast, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's hard to know yourself. But it's such a great journey to do, and one way to do it is the most efficient way to do it is, is to be honest with yourself. So when I was telling you that yeah, we were earning a lot of money when I was working corporate, mm -hmm. da, da 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 da, I I was not consciously, I was unconsciously probably 
not so honest with myself mm -hmm. by thinking that it was the way to go and the mm -hmm. way to do mm -hmm. it, that I had to do it. And by being more step-by-step -step honest with myself, mm -hmm. with the help of a coach as well, of course. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course. I mean, I, I, sorry. <laughs> um, it helped me to be way more honest with myself mm -hmm. and then to go towards where I want to go. So and know what's really important for you. Is that what you mean by honest? Yeah, because like this amazing job I, I, I didn't sign for, yeah. I was honest with myself. Mm -hmm. But it would have been so easier to go and get the high salary and responsibility. And, yeah. you know, that's what so many people would probably go for because they're not necessarily honest with themselves. Yeah. Oh, 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 they can. It's not because you accept a job that you're not honest with yourself. But at least in my case, it would have not be. I would not have been honest with myself had I had chosen this job. And mm -hmm. it's not that I would have died or anything like this. It's just that it would have probably postponed what I truly want to do and what I'm, do yeah. what I'm doing now. You would not have gone full, fully into your coaching practice right now. Yeah, yeah, probably. Thank you. Two words to your younger self, if you could write a note to yourself. Two words, and it don't worry be... and be happy. Yeah, <laughs> great. Trust, yeah. Ouais. Yeah, I love and that. And continue to be happy. Any tips to for people wanting to start their own business? To summarize, uh, here, allow yourself to hear and follow your intuition uh, step by step. And the third thing is be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you can't alone, find some help, find a book, find a coach. Uh, mm -hmm. There are different ways you can find the ways that suits you the best. Yeah. Thanks. Um, what is the definition of work for you? What does work mean for you? Um, being fulfilled mm. and useful and enjoying it. Nice. Great. I have a question. I don't usually ask but it's from the menu of conversation from the agora festival that happened in basel last month and it's if you would write a book about your life your yeah your life story what would the title be um by the way i asked that question for easter it's a great <laughs> kind of question to ask your family <laughs> Um, so I'm not such a writer. Mm -hmm. That's why uh, this, the, the third working project I'm, I'm doing is not a book. <laughs> um, it, the title, I'm not sure. It, the topic, of course, it would. I mean, it would obviously be on intuition. Mm -hmm. um, so something like um, discover further your intuition. Mm -hmm. To oh, if it was about my life. Yeah. So on on my. Your story, yeah, my my path towards intuition or something like this, or I don't know, but my was, move to Basel or whatever, yeah, <laughs> yeah or my my journey with my intuition, mm. something like this. Mm. Um, intuition would definitely be one of the topic I would write a book or create <laughs> something about. <laughs> um, and there is something else that I that uh, another topic that really um, resonates with me. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, in French, you say la transmission. So mm -hmm. basically, 
what you passing on what you're passing on to not only your kids as an inheritance mm -hmm. but the, what you want to live when you, after you die mm -hmm. what, mm -hmm. for the rest of the world yeah. this life and it's not only uh, beautiful pictures or <laughs> uh, paintings or furnitures or silver or whatever <laughs> you know not only materialistically but what you learned yeah yeah, yeah. but no book is coming up No, Sadly. it's not my channel for now. I, um, it's I, I, I don't read it much, and uh, I, I receive and give information way more powerfully uh, through workshops, one-to-one, -one, mm -hmm. face-to-face, mm -hmm. or even audio. But reading only is—I mean, of course, I read, but uh, it's not my first channel no. of communication. Audiobooks. Uh, I'm getting there. Podcast? <laughs> Podcast, yes. <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. So before the podcast, we talked about a few things that I think should be recorded. Uh, yeah, because they were so cool already. Yeah. So you said uh, you described a way of receiving an intuition or just before you receive that intuition, uh, how does it feel? Um... Yeah, so you were talking about um, you were no the, to to repeat the the short uh, discussion we yeah, had prior. Yeah, it was to great. This, uh, you asked me um, how was my husband because my husband has mm -hmm. a, um, a, a disease, mm -hmm. autoinflammatory disease, and um, and I said, well, uh, he's not getting better, but uh, he handles it better. And then you said. Um, <laughs> What did you say? You said, did uh, he that, find a way? Does he realize that he could uh, write his, his story? story? Yeah. And I answered something um, <laughs> like, "Yes, he does." Yeah. Uh, like, uh, hopefully, a lot of people do. Um, step by step, um, uh, he. Maybe I maybe I don't want to use only him as an example, but what I find important in life is that as you said also it's about accepting because mm -hmm. I, I yeah. you have this back heck yeah. that you were talking about uh, so accepting that we have some obstacles on mm -hmm. the way mm -hmm. to where we want to go uh, whether it's a back heck or it's auto-inflammatory disease or some fears or some uh, limiting beliefs mm -hmm. and um once you accept it without being fatalist about it mm -hmm. but accepting it plus if you add to this acceptance factor another factor which is to be uh, to, to work with proactivity on what really drives you mm -hmm. uh, and if you combine both this um, working proactively on what drives you plus this acceptance on what is on, on your way You, you just, you, you just go faster to and 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 more f in a more fun and fulfilling way mm -hmm. to where you're supposed to go in life, mm -hmm. and that I find really really interesting. Mm -hmm. And to answer your other question about how my body uh, anticipates mm, anticipate. intuition. Um, so again, it's a really long process because that happened in last October and mm -hmm. it's 
more than four years that I work mm -hmm. consciously and more proactively on my intuition development. Um, so my intuition guides me a lot towards where I want to go and sometimes indicates also where I don't want to go. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and uh, for the last four years, I, for five years, I am more able to receive my intuition when it comes. Mm -hmm. Because you... Oh, maybe I didn't... Uh, I should have started with it. The, the definition of intuition is <laughs> your capacity of capturing a relevant and exclusive piece of information mm -hmm. without reasoning. Mm -hmm. Okay? As soon as you start to reason, to deduct, it's not an intuition. Yeah. So, f thanks to the work I did, the research, the interviews, uh, and so on, I'm more able now, and it's a lifelong uh, uh, process, but for now I I'm already more able to capture those relevant pieces of information that comes to me. Mm -hmm. And that's already great. And what I discovered uh, last October, for instance, while I was hiking with my husband, is that sometimes, and it's not working all the time, huh? but sometimes... <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, it doesn't matter, because you accept yeah, yeah, it, yeah. but then you know when it works. Yeah. You, know, you know, and you're way more confident, and that's really important. So when I was hiking in the Swiss mountains with my husband, I also, in addition of uh, being more able to capture those intuition when they come, I'm, I, in addition to this, I was able to anticipate or feel when it was coming. It's, it's a little mm -hmm. bit like, a, sorry, uh, as an orgasm. You, you feel <laughs> when it's going to come. And so we were walking and I could, I could perceive in my body. So it was, again, this fluidity, mm -hmm. this, you know, you, you, you know something great is going to come. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and so I could already prepare the <laughs> That's setting. So great. That's why, you know, I kept talking about his story and we sat down and we created the moment to live and enjoy better that intuition that actually came at that point, at that very moment. Mm -hmm. And we had an amazing view mm -hmm. and we could anchor it better mm -hmm. thanks to this anticipation maybe. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, I really wanted to have that on the podcast. <laughs> I took a picture. <laughs> <laughs> What, uh, last question, uh, where can we find you online? Say again? Where can we find you online? Where can we find me online? Um, Coincidence.ch, mm -hmm. co, so C-O, hyphen, mm -hmm. uh, incidence, I-N-C... Uh, you know, coincidence.ch. <laughs> I'll write it down. Yeah. It. Um, and um, yeah, that's where you can find me. Yeah. Thank you very much. Charlotte. You're welcome. Thank you very much, Ophelia. And great job. I think <laughs> what you're doing is a, is a great milestone for you to find your own story. And well done for that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. <laughs>